Hey everyone, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh and he is... Chris. Chris, he is, as always. How you doing today, Chris? I am doing wonderful. Excellent, excellent. I'm trying to shake the fog off of a, of a rough night last night. But other than that, city. You know, I'm better, but still not 100%. But, you know, I'm here. I think we're going to have a great show today. I didn't really want to do this show at first when you first brought up this subject. But I, I, I really came around to it the more I thought about it. We kind of tweaked the idea just a little mm -hmm. bit and everything. And what we're talking today about is that didn't make a whole lot of sense, but we are talking of what we're calling trade secrets. Trade secrets. 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 So we're going to talk about some, some trade scenarios, and this is going to be all Dynasty um, related. Maybe sure. one of our last Dynasty shows we're going to go through this offseason. But we're going to talk about some trades, some potential like trade scenarios, some guys we're looking at our trade targets, some guys that we want to actually just get them the heck out of here, <laughs> you know, get them off your team. Absolutely. So yeah. I love it. I'm excited. Um, no real no news to talk about because it's May and it's all just a little quiet. It's all fluff anyways. You it's know, just what all ESPN talk about Aaron Rodgers is all it is every morning. Yeah. And we talked about that I a little assume. bit, a little bit. We talked a little bit about that before the we started recording, and it's just yeah. if the, I feel like if something was going to happen, it would have happened already. I mean, we're in May now; they they're not going to trade him in June, right? Mm -hmm. Watch mm -hmm. him like like breaking news: Aaron Rodgers is traded to the right, Denver Broncos. Right. You know, like, and I'll just completely eat my words, but that's fine. I'm willing to do so. I just don't of think course, it's yeah. happening this year. I think if if the Packers end up winning the Super Bowl this year, he's going to retire. I think he's just going to be done. He's going to like screw it. I think that's a borderline bold take, but uh, yeah, we'll definitely. Why, why not end on, on a high note? You know why? Yeah. Why go to a different team and pull a, and pull be a John Elway? Yeah, I, I, dude. If I, I do, if I want to, yeah, no, if I want a Super Bowl, I, I like. And I was like in the you know hit it heading towards the end of my career, and I want a Super Bowl or a championship in any sport. I just mm -hmm. retire. I'd be like. Man, that was a really great season. I don't know if I can top it. What else am I going to bring to the table? Another one? What's the likelihood of that, you know? Uh, I could see the approach, but these are the most competitive dudes in the world, too. So I know. A lot, it's, a lot of them you yeah. have to drag away. And a lot, a lot of times it's the greats that you have to drag yeah. away. But, I, hey, that's your, that's your take at this in, in, in May, into May. So we'll see how that shakes out, uh, see if you adjust. Uh, but, yeah, we'll definitely touch on it today in terms of you know, do you target a Packer? Do you target Rodgers? Do you not? Do you avoid it? So we'll, we'll touch on it later. Yeah. Okay. What's your first trade scenario? My first you trade got scenario is here. my next year's champ trade scenario. Uh, I like, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I've got team A, DJ Moore and a 2022 20, mid first. Um, almost all these will be 2022 picks because I feel like most uh, rookie uh, drafts are in our rearview mirror here on May 23rd. Uh, For sure. So that's DJ Moore and a mid-first 2022 and Team B, Camara. Say that again. So you got DJ Moore and you like a, maybe a mid-first round mid -first. pick yeah. for Camara. Correct. Interesting. It's kind of that the way reason I labeled I'm it next year. I'm going to probably champ. ask for a better receiver than I, I, I. Okay, so say I'm the guy with Camara and I want to get rid of him. I'm going to ask for more than more. Not okay. to say more too many times there. I just I. 
I feel like I want more than DJ Moore for Alvin Kamara. And I know you're including a first round pick as well, but the mid first. I, I want more. I, I want more. Mind you, on your side of the I, argument. I would like uh, I would like a better player than DJ Moore to be clear. Yeah. Like yeah. um Ooh, I don't know. Um maybe the, Do you want me to rattle off some names, rankings? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. What what you got? What who's better than DJ Moore? Who's better than DJ Moore in terms of dynasty wide receivers? We've mm-hmm. got where are you, DJ? Godwin. Nope. Similar in my opinion. I bet you'll take Allen Robinson in a heartbeat. Uh yes, I, sir. I think I we love both Alan take Robinson. Terry McLaren in a heartbeat, but now we're climbing up there, you know. Okay, so and I here's I think, one that's I below Alan... DJ Moore that's well Okay. I claim this isn't applicable because he just got drafted. Jamar Chase. I mean, I think we we yeah, we slammed the accept button on that. Even if it's just recency bias. <laughs> I hate to say it, but no, I, I want Alan Rogers and I, I, so here's, here's where, here's where you get the deal. Done you're going to push him. You're going to push him for a Robinson in that neighborhood is what you're saying. I, I think, I think that's, that's my floor right there is Alan Robinson and your first, and your first round pick for Camara. And I better be set at running back if I'm getting rid of Camara because I'm getting rid of an RB one for, yeah, I think it's implied West. from my perspective that Team B, the Camara owner uh, manager, uh, we could we could argue about set how set can you actually be? Let's take a uh, IRL example. Josh in one of in our dynasty league, Keith's team is very stacked. In fact, he's he's actually a, a Camara manager now that I think of it. He's very stacked. He's got like Henry Camara. Yeah, I don't know how you guys let him be this way. I don't either, dude. I don't either. Um, I don't think any of them are mine, by the way, (laughs) or were mine, should I say. So point being, yes, uh, the way my notes kind of go forward is that I've kind of pushed that DJ more point first. Uh, I think we will know more by the end of the season. Uh, But seriously, whether or not Darn We're we're, going to have another episode where we say more. (laughs) So I have so much fun with it in my notes. I'm not going to be the... I'm not going to harm a dead horse. Anyway, um, I think we'll know more about Darnold. I think... While me and you feel feel good about Darnold, like I think we think tar- talent is there, bad situation with the Jets, etc. It's not like we're risking much much to go out on a limb at this point. But when it comes down to this DJ Moore trade, I think it depends on how the either the the receiving manager or the dealing manager feels about him. Furthermore, yeah. um, you know, uh, to to kind of take your side of it. Uh, and I think I agree with you. Uh, you got Terrace Marshall in town. Yes, Robbie Anderson should be gone after a year, but I, we both love Terrace Marshall, so that that could hurt DJ Moore's value. Um, but yeah, and then that's where I close out. Basically, I think his teammate should probably shoot a little bit higher, and I think yep. we did a good job of narrowing that down. Yeah. All right. So here's my first one, um, and I know you don't like J.K. Dobbins that much, but I but do. I like so... this. I like this scenario. I like the that okay. you brought this up. Yeah. Go ahead. So. Team A, Team One is trading J.K. Dobbins. They're tra- they're trading him away. Team Two is trying to get J.K. Dobbins. Is offering Zach Moss and a 2022 second round pick. What do you think about that? Zach Moss and a and a second round in next year's dynasty draft for J.K. Dobbins. I think um, it's a good. Go ahead. Yeah, say you're say you're the Dobbins manager. You don't like him very much. You're not very high on him, but I'm interested. I'm giving you an interesting trade in Zach Moss, who's, you know, I think could be sitting on a pretty good season next year. 
um, and a, and a second rounder for your J.K. Dobbins, who I really love. What do you think? Too little? Too too much? Um, as is what always the case, a lot of factors go into it. I think it's interesting you brought this one up first because it kind of does kind of put me to task on my Dobbins. Uh, what will be a ranking here in a I don't know few months, um, especially when you can't talk redraft, which we are not talking about today. Um, it comes down. One factor is, uh, Lamar Jackson and how you feel about him. Um, you know, moving forward, uh, can they get out? If, if you don't like the way the offense is ran and you're worried about like passing down work for, uh, Dobbins because Lamar runs a lot, then maybe, maybe you make a move there. Um, I think it's too little for Dobbins when, when put to task. I think, really? I know I'm the one who's anti Dobbins. I think it's more of a 20. 21 take i think when it came up a few weeks back looking at your dynasty roster we're in the midst of a you know before or after the dynasty draft i don't remember what it was uh the rookie draft it was like i was looking at your running backs and i I don't think he's as set as he thinks he is in terms of production this season now in dynasty given that you will you know manage dobbins you know indefinitely unless you deal him or or whatnot um i think i'd want more than moss I don't. I think the second is okay, but I think Dobbins is probably still an RB two, and he's that cost worries me. He's 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 climbing up redraft ADP. I know that, and that's. I think that's where my pushback is. Yes, the example I just gave you with your specific uh, running back roster, but also this hype I'm seeing. I'm like, guys, he still has Gus Edwards and a running quarterback. I don't know, you know. Yes, he can catch the heck of the ball. Okay. Yes, he, he's a good running back. I like him, but. His situation, man, I worry. Right, but so he played in only 13, I'm sorry, he played in 15 games last year, but it was like real part-time workload. So with 134 rushes, he had a little over 800 yards and nine touchdowns. That's with Mark Ingram there. That's with Gus Edwards. That is with uh, Lamar Jackson as well. Mark Ingram was there at the end, and that's where most of his production was. But he was there at the beginning. And that's where most of his production was not. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, so now Mark Ingram is gone. Have, right, you, right, right. You don't have Mark Ingram there, and you ha- and you really only have Gus Edwards to worry about as far as like cutting in the carries. Yeah, there will probably be some other. You I know, think folks like, should be worried uh, about well, Gus Edwards more than they are. That's what I think. I think he'll steal touchdowns, and so and we know right, Lamar will steal okay, touchdowns so, from Dobbins. So okay, so yeah, I mean, say you take his 134 rushes and you bump it up to 200, you're sitting on over a thousand yards there and potentially over 10 touchdowns. Like, I think that 10 touchdowns. I'm sorry, that that sounds pretty. That sounds pretty good. To I'm not uh, so worried about a thousand rushing yards or a good, you know, one A in the rushing yards category. Like I think he can do that and probably will. It's the like we just discussed, the vaulting of his ADP, the, the discussion about an RB1 uh, talk that I'm like, whoa, 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 Gus Edwards, Lamar Jackson, running quarterback, doesn't like to dump it off, et cetera. Like I, that's where I start to draw the line, I think. So, but in this scenario, I, I had to be, I had to be honest. You know, Zach Moss just wasn't quite enough for me. So that's, okay, I guess that's where that's rubber cool. meets the road. What's, that's what's, a good one though. Mike? It really is. I can't wait to see what Dobbins does. Yeah, and I'm I'm uh, like and you know as far as the trade target, like I'm trying to get if I can get Zach Moss pretty cheap. I mean, obviously this is all kind of like relative, you know. Like what? Okay, so let's to kind of skip over you and do another trade scenario. What do you think it takes to get Zach Moss? Because I think that he could have a pretty decent season this year. I and think... go ahead. I mean, 
I Dobbins. His his ADP right now is the very end of the second round. Ahead of Austin Eckler. That's ridiculous. I don't feel strongly enough about Zach Moss's situation is in its current form to take that chance. I like Zach Moss. I think as we discussed off air, I'm starting to go definitely Zach Moss over Singletary, but Singletary's still. Oh yeah. There. You know, I, I so. think I think Singletary is going to get and bumped down to like RB three on that depth chart or on that on that depth chart there with Matt Breida well, being or the or the, the, the approach that it's just a headache all year and you don't want to deal with it. Now again, we're talking dynasty, so you may not have that luxury. Too. You know, you may not have that luxury if you're already a Moss manager. You know, but well, um, if you're a Moss manager, I would definitely try and go out and get Breida as like your handcuff because mm-hmm. if Moss does go down, I think Breida is just going to be more effective than Singletary. He does everything Singletary does, but just faster and. Kind mm-hmm. You know, and we're talking about two really good AFC run for Baltimore's a run, run first teams. team. Eh, not so much Buffalo but, anymore. No, I Buffalo's think they not led our the, team. Sorry. No, yeah, I think they led the league in passing <laughs> attempts last year. Yeah, actually, they were top three. So, yeah, uh, you know, I go Dobbins talent, but I don't like either situation all that great. I think they're just running backs that I'm not going to like having on my roster in that regard. That's what worries me the most. I could not believe that. But I still need. I'm sorry. I'm looking. I'm looking at this. I still need in this this one. I could not believe that Austin Eckler is below J.K. Dobbins. That is that is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely Uh, ridiculous. Like he's ranked higher. No. Uh, Well, J.K. Dobbins is ranked higher than. Yeah, I agree. That's ridiculous. Do they have Austin Eckler going in the first pick? The first pick of the third round. I'm like. I'm like. I'm like. Oh my god. If, if Austin Eckler was sitting there in round three, the, at, at, just sign me up every day of the week, man. Yeah, oh, my. Cam Akers is 13 spots ahead of, of Austin Eckler. Chargers are one of those offenses I like pieces of. That's what it comes down to at the oh, end of the yeah. day. We're, we're, we're on the same Chargers. page there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so what do you think it takes to get Zach Moss? Just throw me, a, throw me an offer. Say, uh, um, say you're the Zach Moss manager. I want him on my team. Probably I'm going to offer you. I'm going to offer you straight up second round pick. What? Yep. Probably high second. Start there. Probably high second. Mid high. That's uh, what. Mid, that's what you do. Mid. For? I could see. A, I could see a manager start to get wishy washy. I, I have. Uh, let's say I have the two or three. Yep. Straight yep. up two or three uh, for Zach Moss. Probably. Yeah. Especially if I'm trying cool. to. You know, it's all. You get yourself a deep. deal, sir. Yeah. Well, we're not actually doing that, are we? No, you. We don't. Yeah, you don't. Uh, you, right. have yourself, you have, you have <laughs> Sometimes I forget who's on my roster. Deal. I'm like, did we just make a deal on? on that's hypothetical, on man. Hypothetical. Uh, come on. I know. Come on. Now. So yeah, I think right, that's what's where. Your, what's, your, what's what's your next scenario? My next scenario is my tight ends versus RBs. My tight ends versus running backs trade scenario. More quotes, folks. More air quotes. That's right. Okay. Coming hard and heavy. Oh, okay. This is where I start getting down a little more nitty gritty. A little, a little more blockbuster ish. We've got Team A, the Zeke manager, is going to give up 2022. Now, now, wait a minute now. Okay, okay. Wait, before we go any oh, further, no. oh, are, no. you just oh, taking, no, are you just taking players I'm off caught. of your dynasty roster and being like, I want to get rid of these guys because you started with DJ Moore <laughs> and now you're going Zeke? Is this what you did? It, the mental thought process was not that way for DJ Moore at all. But it was for uh-huh. a little bit. Uh-huh. But I also think Zeke is a very polarizing piece. And that, that's okay. kind of how, how the thought process went for me. I didn't have any luck dealing 
uh, uh, Zeke this off season. Uh, and you know, I had this, I had this thought when you said DJ Moore. I'm like, he's trying to get rid of DJ Moore in Dynasty. I, I, I think. And then you the said Zeke. One. I'm like, he's trying, he's trying to get rid of Zeke in Dynasty as well. Like, what is going on okay, here? It's like, not the last one, but it's in a different segment ah! of the show. <laughs> it's an ah. entirely different segment of the show, um, and a different player, of course. Um, <laughs> Anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just uh, no, I had to call you out good. there. Like, that's good stuff. Teammate, <laughs> the Zeke manager, is giving up uh, a 2022 oh, late first, a late first. So a competing team, right? Late first, uh, early early second ish. So talking like the 112, the 201, 111, maybe the 202, etc. Okay. Okay. So you're and, you're trying to you're literally trying to trade away Zeke right now. No, or what? No, now? it is actually not that scenario. I am a Zeke manager, but it's actually, I think, the opposite scenario. Let me finish. Uh, okay. A late first slash early second, Eckler and Gus Anderson to Team B, the Dobbins manager. Who's Gus Anderson? Isn't that Gus Bus in Baltimore? Gus Edwards, maybe? Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> I have this thing with last names. Smiths and Bakers and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see who Gus uh, Gus Anderson is according is to a LinkedIn. A, uh, Gus Anderson, according to LinkedIn, is the director of business development. Oh yes, he's That's very little value at, at Leonardo DRS, whatever that is in the he's Washington D.C. Baltimore area. He's just a throw-in. Cool. Anyway, I, let me rewind. Thirty Team plus a. years of telecommunications and IT professional. Twenty-nine years as U.S. Army Signal Officer. That sounds great. Achieved rank of Colonel. I wish awesome. I was. I wish I was editing this week. I would edit um, this out. <laughs> I am so not going to. Gus, Gus Edwards or Gus Anderson. No, I, and, and you want, I want you to be on my real life business team. On my fantasy yeah. team, I want you to have help nothing us, to do help with us you. Run the, help us steer the AFFB ship. There you go. Yeah, man. Um, uh, no, Team A, 2022 late first slash early second. Eckler, Gus Edwards, Team B, Dobbins manager. Gives up Kittle and Pollard. Let me recap because I have trouble listening and watching sometimes when I hear a show. We've got a late first slash early second. Eckler. Gus Edwards for Kittle and Pollard. Oh boy, there's, there's a lot of moving parts in that trade. Man. It is, isn't uh, it? I, I told you this is where I start getting, start shaking things up. I wish you would have simplified it a little bit. Um, so, I mean, it's just you're trying to get Tony Pollard. I'm, I'm just clarifying. Tony, Tony, you're trying to get Tony Pollard and who? The Zeke manager is going to get Pollard and Kittle. The Dobbins or, manager is going to get an early first. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Dobbins manager is going to get a late first, Eckler and Edwards. But he's got to give up that assuming tight end. That I have, assuming, assuming that I have um, a pretty decent tight end, a serviceable tight end behind Kittle, Let's assume I'm probably that. doing that. I'm probably doing that. Because Eckler. And a first. Yeah. That's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I, 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 think that's, I think that's all right. I would probably think on yeah. it a little bit more, but you know, just kind of a quick. Can we reaction. agree it's yeah, close sure. though? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that in real life, I would advantage. definitely think about it more. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, just just a snap decision right here because we're we, we're doing right, a show. Right, right, I yeah. Definitely I definitely, it. as the as the manager, I would either manager honestly, I would I would mull that over for a day or two. I probably and if, have and to if like, you've got go, a manager, I probably have to go to a. I probably have to go to a lake at, like at sunset and stare out <laughs> across the water. And, and if you've I got a manager, uh, opposing manager that's not okay with that, just don't deal with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, that's, not, that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, real quick before um, we move on, um, this kind of ties into some conversation I've been wanting to touch on a little bit lately as it relates to value. Trades relate to value. Won't take long. Is Pitts being way overdrafted? Um, I feel like we can find sleeper tight ends all over the place, such as a Kittle. Uh, remember, I got him in as a throw-in for a, a Austin Safarian Jenkins trade like four or yeah, five years but, ago. Tanyan, yeah, but, but Tanyan is a great example. Waller Tanyan. was a sleeper, came out of nowhere. Top three tight end. Like, can't you find these guys and not spend the capital mm, to trade for Pitts or Kittle? And, and I think I, I think you're I think you're overvaluing Tanyan a lot but um i do like tanyan that's fine and and that's okay i'm i'm not gonna draft him this net this upcoming season i'm just gonna avoid him like the plague um i i don't know man i think if you but why not why not uh take the shot on pits if you if he's really gonna be that good why not I think with me you and you, know? this this off season, it came down to the players after Pitts and how not strongly we felt. Exactly. I think it was. I think in this year's dynasty drafts, it was it, and like the NFL draft too. It was very t- like they said, "Oh, it's a really deep class at wide receiver." I'm like, not really. Mainly running back, though. We did not like those running backs after it, Etienne and yeah, maybe the Denver I mean, guy. Like, I mean, I liked Michael Carter or, because or, or both Carolina guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, like, yeah, I mean, it's just it's the running back. It's it was close. not a very good running yeah. back class. It was, I don't think it was that great of a wide receiver class either. We'll see. Well, I mean, a, a time will tell on that. I and I'm willing sure, to be sure. wrong. Blame me for but that. But I think it was very yeah. top heavy in, in wide receiver and running back. And I mean, it was kind of top heavy all the way around and for every position, really. Maybe not left tackle, but. Real quick you know, on this trade before we move on is the Kittle manager. If that. Mm-hmm hypothetical was uh andrews and pollard you're not doing that as the eckler owner are you i'm sorry eckler no. manager late first no. yeah no. okay okay we're on the same yeah. that's about where it's at okay yeah okay next. Uh, so my next one is we're doing odell beckham and a second round pick for a first round pick so let's say that it's a middle second round pick and odell beckham for a middle first round pick. So, so you're trying. So once again, in this scenario, mm-hmm. or you're trying to keep your first round pick and get it and acquire a second first round pick. So you will have two picks in the first round. And I'm, and I'm saying like maybe towards the top end of the first round, like 103 or something like that. How, do you think that's enough to get the 103 ODB and a, and your middle second round pick for a, a high first round pick? Not my 103, no. But okay, I like, I like um, the mid, mid and. You know, going down a little bit for the one oh. So someone better than Odell Beckham. Um, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, and my mid second for your one oh three. I like that one better. I could see that one going through. I would not blame the. Uh, I'm sorry, one oh seven. Uh, the holder of the one oh seven pick. No, I but, myself, yeah, well, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit decline because I f- don't feel great about Evans' situation after this okay. year. Okay. Um, let's go a little bit higher, a little bit higher here. DJ Moore and my, and my like say 206 for your 103. DJ Moore and my 206 for your 103. And this is next year's draft. Yep. Yep. God, I feel like I'm being real stingy, but 
no. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? no. Are you going to do it or not? not okay. Not that's really and that that would be my that would probably be my 106 I probably right do. There. 106 I probably that do. Would, or, that would probably yeah. be my ceiling right there is that's as high as I'm going with DJ Moore in my second for your 103. If you're saying no, okay, I'm you're walking out. away from that trade then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. I don't blame you. I Yeah. Now, if you count came back and you're like, and your and your one oh, you know, your your one oh six, I'm like, no. Oh no, yeah. Oh, I, I would hope. Anyways, but no, that's it. I, I like that one. That ended that one ended up being much better than I thought it was going to be. We granted uh, we moved off Odell pretty quickly, but I like it. I like it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do another one real quick. Um, and let's and maybe we'll try and move on after after your next one. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the 101 from you. You have you were the biggest loser last year. You ended up with a 101. The big one. I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get him from you. I and I want to keep my I want to keep my first round pick again because I want two first round picks. That's a fate late first, I assume. Yeah, we'll say I'm we'll say I'm uh, last year's champion. You you know, so I have the 101, or I have the 112. You have the 101. I'm trying to get the 101 from you because I really want a running back that's coming out. Um, I'm getting, you know, my running backs are getting old. I'm trying to bring some youth in, blah, blah, blah. What do you, what, what would it take to pry the one-on-one away from you? Where are you going to, are you going to do it for Tyree Kill? Straight up. Tyree Kill for your one-on-one. No, but that I think okay. that's exactly where the conversation needs to start. Um, okay. So what about Tyree Kill and Ricky Moster? Would you do that? Now we're getting warm. I would push a little bit more. I would, I would. I would want more than Mostert. Bring that okay, up. Okay. Um, so so now like now say you take a look at my roster and what running back are you trying to get away from me then? Think an older one. But but a good one. Yeah, not like up and coming. Okay. Uh one yeah. second. I've got some rankings for a list pulled up here to refresh my memory. I'm well, gonna work my way down in this one just for change it up a little bit. Okay. I do it in a heartbeat for Antonio Gibson, Mixon. And for Gibson, huh? Um, yeah, Nixon? I like Gibson a lot. I know they drafted um, a guy. I, I know, but I think I think I would I would be willing to give you my Joe Mixon and and Tyreek. I'm probably I'm probably getting I'm probably switching it up and pretty going rich. a lower. I, I'm I'm going a lower wide receiver than if you want Mixon. You know, would, I'm probably if, let me work lower. I'd probably go. I'd probably still. I'd do it for Jacobs. I think I'd do it for Jacobs. I like Jacobs. I there. would do that in a heartbeat. I don't give like up Jacobs and so. the refresh my memory. The what were you else? I, I and I don't I don't I don't want to like I don't want to comment on fluff pieces here and maybe mm-hmm. this is going to influence your Jacob thing. I don't really don't want to comment on fluff pieces, but it sounds like they really want to use Kenyon Drake there. Yeah, for hey, whatever that's a big reason. Worry. That's a good point. Um, and and I and Josh Jacobs has yet to stay healthy for an entire season. He, for whatever reason, yeah, doesn't get doesn't receive back. a lot of uh, doesn't receive yeah. a lot of passing work. I'm just. I, I think he's a better receiver a, than Drake. But you're right. We can't assume. And, and we can't right assume Gruden's going to make the right call. The receptions to go yep. with it. So I'm just. You know, you got a really good point because we don't believe in that front office. We don't believe in Gruden making the right call. Uh, but I think we agree that Jacobs is probably the. You better want rate. Jacobs? Fine. I'm I'm getting rid of him. Yeah. I want him off my team. And and Hill, you know? remember that I'm also getting Tyreek Hill in this deal. No, no, no. You said you said not <laughs> Wait, Jacobs. <laughs> did I hit accept? Did you did you like pull a uh uh 
What's the, I can't think of it. A magician. You're like, I just, I just threw Jeff Jacobs in there. You're like, ooh, Josh Jacobs. Slide of hand. You're like, That's anti kill But you didn't yeah. actually look at the trade all the way. You just said Josh yeah, Jacobs. Exactly. You're like, no. There's a Josh <laughs> Jacobs cornerback for the Broncos. I had no idea. <laughs> or, or a John Jacobs, whatever it may have been. <laughs> Hilarious. No, John that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to close with that. Remember, I'm also getting the, the hypothetical yes, team is also right. getting that's killed cool. in that deal. That's, that's cool. Uh, what's what's, I think your next, I do that. what's your next guy? What's your next scenario? My next guy is the uh, hold on. I got to put it on my coffee mug. Aaron is pouting trade scenario. Uh, we touched on it a little bit earlier in the show. I think it's important uh, given you know yeah the, I'm the one who said you know ESPN is spamming uh, Aaron Rodgers hot takes <laughs> i'm sure because i don't watch espn no offense but um but i think it's yeah. it's important to discuss this because i think there are dynasty managers out there either on one side of the coin panicking on the other side of the coin contemplating targeting low if you will or at least targeting uh team a Devonte adams yep. team b i i i am a Devonte adams manager so let's let's see right. what you're gonna throw at me Again, not this one was not playing like that, but uh, just I think it's really a good one that each fantasy analyst needs to con- consider. Team A, Devontae Adams. Team B, early first, 2022, of course, and Mixon. Can you um, can you talk to whoever manages Joe Mixon in our league and tell him to offer me that trade? Because I think I'm going to do that. I think I would too. I'm probably, the Adams manager. I'm probably going to ask for another. Um, Pick. Uh, um, I'm going to ask for like a real low-level receiver too to help replace, um, but one that I like. So like, uh, let's go down the mixing path first before we go down supplementing it with a, uh, as you say. So and and so I like this scenario because it, because me personally on my dynasty team I'm not at in the greatest spot in when it comes to running backs. RB situation. I do like right. the I do like the talent of Joe Mixon. Um. And I, I'm willing, and, and I'm getting a, a high first round pick from next year for oh, Adams highest, as well. Top three, top three. Yeah, man. I mean, whew. you know, like if I'm maybe going to suddenly your for, panic meter on Adams is like, okay, maybe I am panicking a little. Does that is that a good I'm way not, to put I'm it? I'm not panicking. No, no, I'm not panicking. I just like the trade. Maybe that's a bad way to. Put um, it. It's just it. I don't think I do that I'm, trade if I don't hear this news about Rodgers. I'm going to ask for Darnell Mooney as well. If, Fine. if you have I'm not I'm not gonna piddle paddle piddle paddle that's not even a thing folks I'm not gonna argue about I, 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 love, I love Mooney this where year. I think the where I think the rubber meets the road is I don't as an Adams manager I don't do this unless I hear unless this situation's going on with Rodgers again dynasty folks and he's a 27 year old receiver yeah whatever you do I you just... do this as the uh, Adams manager if this uh, Adams stuff is not going on whatsoever like it was all squash last year after the love pick, and we're not talking about this in this off season. Do you do I, it? I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers right now, so I'm worried about my. my so yeah, you would. You would do it. You would. You would move off of Adams, regardless. Yes, because I'm scenario. trying to make my overall team better, and I, I have I, other receivers I don't, I don't, I don't that I can throw out there, I'm, and I'm I need better. Serious. I need to up my running back uh, stable, and I need to, and and I'm also increasing. I'm also getting another first-round pick for next year as well. So, I mean, yeah, man. I think it's just I, the epitome the of trade. a team-specific situation, and I think you're, I think you're, I think you're right, and I think I'm right too. I think, I think as a different I think Adams if, I manager, think if, I don't do this. I think if, if if my team, if my roster was in better shape than it is currently, 
I'm probably not going to do yeah, this trade. Yeah, I think we're on the same page more than we thought. Yeah. But but for me personally, I think it's a good. I think it's a very good. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to ask for Darnell Mooney or something of that caliber too, like um, a low end wide receiver three or four that has a chance of being a wide receiver too. You know, just to replace Adams to you know, whatever. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna always ask for more on a trade anyways because that's how I am. I try and squeeze the juice out of every single trade. That okay, like T- take Mixon out, insert Miles Sanders. Nope. A- Alaire? Uh, Edwards Alaire? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think I I, I, I kind of like um, CEH better mm-hmm. this year than what he did last year. Eckler? But no, still? Say what now? Eckler? No, still? I was smashing that trade button so so yes, quick. Okay. I, I won't even think about it. Like, yes, 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 yes. Eckler's only 26. That's not bad. Okay. I don't care about his age. I just like his situation. Yeah, and, running back in Dynasty, you need to. You no, will. Not, not, no, because I, I, I know he's going to be around for at least a couple of years. So. Oh, his age specifically. Yeah, agreed. 26. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was thinking more like a 27, 28 off the top of my head. Oh, okay. no, no. No, I figured, I figured he was still in his mid-20s. So. Which one we got Whatever. next? I, I, I agree with you, man. I'm liking this show. You have one more? Because <laughs> I, of, I really am. Go ahead. Um, uh, do you have one more? Because I'm kind of chewed. I'm kind of used up on my trade scenarios a little bit. Scenarios. That's the only one I got, but I could definitely pull one okay. up real quick. No, nope, let's let's move on to our players to target. And yeah, I'm going to start might... first. Okay, go ahead. What? Uh, I'm going to start first because I'm going to go Before. first. Um, um, and beauty before age in this in this respect. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's. I don't know about that, but anyways. Um, I'm going to, uh, my first player to target is Amon Ross St. Brown, a wide receiver for that oh, just right. got drafted by the lions. Um, I know we've talked about it on previous shows, but I think that he ends up with a really good situation. I know I've said this before. Jared Goff doesn't have a problem throwing to slot receivers at all. Like he did with Cooper cup and to a lesser extent, you know, Robert Woods, um, I just, I really, and I think he could be a day one contributor. Like, you know, for especially for Dynasty, I want, I, I wanted this guy on my team. I tried trading up to get Amon Ross St. Brown right. to the guy who then I was trying to get a, the, the pick away from, who then picked Amon Ross St. Brown. So I was like, dude, that was a, that was a really good pick. That's what I was trying to trade you for. And he's like, yeah, I really like him. Um, what do you think about Sweetness. players to target here? Um, what, what do you think about St. Brown here? I know the, we I know we had this via text. We talked about this via text. Right, of course. You, yeah, yeah. I want yeah. I want you to say it out loud. I like the player, I like the situation, I like the angle you're taking. I just think from experience, dynasty manager, it's really hard to pry that fresh first well, I'm sorry, not first, maybe early second, whatever. Nope, that fresh that fresh draft one. pick out of out of their hands. It's like you're gonna have to pry. Pretty sure it was, he was a third in the in the rookie draft. Okay. Yeah, keep that talking. might be getting a little more there. manageable, but in ge- generally speaking, dynasty managers are not quick to give up their fresh draft picks that does he just drafted in May. So, I, I I think you'd be overpaying. It's not to say I don't like the situation and the player. That's that's where I'm at. So I would try not to target a player just freshly drafted onto a dynasty roster. Okay. I mean that's and that's why I wanted you to talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. give me give me a little education. You know. Teach me. Sure, oh, sorry. Sure. He went two. He went two oh eight. You were right. Second. I've always been tempted um, as a, especially an active 
manager. I'm always, always wanting to trade and I've always, I'm so deep into the players and the personnel. I come fresh off the draft and I'm like, let's make some moves. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And, and that's, that's one thing that that's one thing I wanted to bring up too, that I kind of forgot about until you just, until you just kind of sort of mentioned it is that like, um, the one thing that I don't like to do, and I and I'd like to do this with redrafts too, and I'm kind of not ta- I'm taking the same approach in Dynasty as well. Is that once the draft's over, like I know you're the tinkerer, you love to tinker sure. with your team constantly sure. and whatever. Probably to some extent, your detriment at times. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a I just drafted these guys, and I just let me absorb my team into my brain, and I'm fine with it right now. I mean, let Dynasty is different than redraft. <laughs> yeah, Dynasty is different than redraft. But I'm not probably making a move unless I am absolutely in unless love with or the deal. You could put it this way: unless like, you're it's got to be definitely yeah. in my favor, or yeah. at least I have to think about it. It being and most favor. likely you're going to have to be approached. Yes, not be the I'm not going. I'm not going. I've made. I threw out a couple trade offers to some people, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to bite or anything. So whatever. Right. I, I um, would answer it this way: like think about it in terms of not these fresh draft picks, as we just briefly discussed. Um, so I'm thinking of other picks and current players, et cetera. Um, I don't disagree with your approach in that we just mentioned over tinkering is a thing. However, yep. in dynasty, it is different because what you're trying to do, if you're, if you are putting together a deal, uh, targeting some of these folks we'll talk about today, you are trying to jump the gun on, uh, uh, I'm sorry, mini camp rumors. And so whether rookies, mini, right. and of course, training camp. And my next, my next, my next few guys are actually my next four as mm-hmm. far as players to target are. Let's try and get them cheap now before they go mm-hmm. off this next season. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Um, what was who's who's the player that you want to tra- target or that you're trying uh, to real, target? real quick to close on that? So it's like a dual edged sword. On one hand, you think you know you're smarter. You, you think you're smarter than the average bear. You're 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 ahead of it. You're ahead of a certain player. You know he's going to pop in preseason or training camp. So you're like, let's get him cheap now. On the other yep, hand, yep. like you said, a little too much tinkering. Maybe you're you don't understand the value of what you're trading away. Onward, um, and, and I would also like to say too, as as like this is my first year doing Dynasty as well. That's one of the what is another reason why I'm kind of like I'm just gonna kind of let this like I'm just gonna kind of conservative like, approach. I guess the, you could classify it as that. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna follow the ebbs and flows of this season, kind of test the waters, you know, dip my toes in, see what's going on. You know, and then, you know, next year I might be more aggressive. But I really like my approach of I just drafted these guys. I'm just going to kind of wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, my next four guys are three of the next four players I've already made trade offers to uh, the other managers in our league. So I'm, I'm, I am actively trying to get these players, but I want them cheap. So oh, you're, And you're also getting... Um, it, 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 and knowledge like you're putting forth yep. irl examples that are also actionable to our audience that will and for, uh, and for people who discussion. don't know his abbreviations irl is in real sorry life. in real life sorry. um he likes to speak in abbreviations and i he constantly has to explain them to me so i'm, I'm trying anyway. to it's my it's my for, crisis, for those folks. for those folks I'm out there that are like me <laughs> Uh, yeah, he is desperately trying to be <laughs> hip, and I'm desperately just it's so apathetic to trying oh, to be man, hip. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so who's the, who's one player you're trying to target? There is. All right. So kind of um, uh, not really a transition because we had another uh, scenario in between there or whatnot, but uh, Packers assets. 
um, tying into the uh, Aaron is pounding trade scenario here. Wait, wait. You're, it, so you're trying to you're trying to trade for them? Um, it's a little bit of, a bit of both. Um, I want to see where you're at on it, and uh, you know, if any of our audience wants to post in the comments how they feel about I, whether you should or should not target uh, Packers. In my, I think you're. You want, I think you're paying top. I think you're paying top dollar for them because you don't think because, anything's going to happen, right? Well, everyone's everyone's going to look at. Well, Aaron Rodgers is still on the team, and they were all really good last year. So why should oh, I sell sure. them for cheap? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I mean, even if you're just thinking about this this year and this year alone, mm -hmm. well, like I, Devontae Adams was. I think that's part uh, of the was, key. Was there. he the wide receiver one, and then Aaron Rodgers was like the quarterback three. And Aaron Jones, uh, you know, he did miss a, a couple of games, but he was still like a top 15 or running back 15, as well. 14, yeah, it feels like he just missed RB1, didn't he? No. Yeah. No, he was an RB1. Yeah, we'll, we'll, oh, he was? Okay. Wait, anyways, wait. anyways, so, so my point is, like, mm -hmm. I'm selling, I, I'm not getting rid of any of these guys on a cheap whatsoever. You know, maybe Aaron Rodgers because he's just because of age. But other than that, mm -hmm. no, I'm not getting, I'm not selling any of these guys at a discount. Mm -hmm. At all, so I don't think that I, I'm gonna. Well, I, I'm that, going to go against against your grain here and say that these aren't players. Yeah, you're they're players to target not. in a sense that they're good, but you're just gonna. I That's think we're I'm gonna saying. end up paying top dollar for them. Yeah, if you wanted me to answer as I would approach it, I'm including this in my players to target uh, segment because on purpose because they're so good. As if you're not a Adams manager or a Jones manager or an Aaron Rodgers manager. Are you putting something together and trying to go buy low? I think what you're but saying, but is, you're not going to be able to buy low. Exactly. I think what you're saying is you think you'd have to pony up too much to get it done. Exactly. I and, and, well, would and, put my and feelers said, out there if I were a dynasty manager out there. I mean, it never hurts. There, there's That's that. Okay. That's good. Yeah. It, it never hurts, but I think what you're going to have to give up to acquire one of these guys, other than Aaron Rodgers, because of age. I mm -hmm. think you're just you're going to end up walking away from the deal, being like you're crazy. And I'm going to say I don't think the guy's crazy at all. You you want a top talent, top level talent, but you want him on the cheap, and I don't think you're going to get him on the cheap at all. So I just I don't think you're going to be uh, yeah try to try to try to try to acquire them yes on the cheap, but you're not, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think right. I, I I think I, go go ahead. I guess I, I was just going to say real quick. I think I, I think I somewhat disagree. I think I I think I you could maybe get somebody panicking a little. And oh, I the last there's, thing I was going to mention. There's got to be a dynasty. league out there that yes, there, there there's there is probably a league out there. Yes, that mm -hmm. that, that it is possible. Right. This is more of a 2022 play, personally, mind you. Yeah, but even then, I, I can't blame you. I can't blame you. Adams is. Heck of a player, man. You know, yeah, and you know, you could use that as a selling, try and use that as a selling point. They're like, yeah, you get Aaron Rodgers this year, but what happens next year? And then I would come back with, then why do you want him so bad? Mm -hmm. You know, like. I feel like as a Jones, last thing. Sorry, I know. I just, I think it's interesting. I think as a Jones You already manager, said your last thing. No more last things. Uh, no, you're not ahead. allowed. I think as a Jones manager, because of that running back cliff. Now he's still young. We'd establish this off air. He's 26. We'll be 27 mm -hmm. at like the end of the calendar year. Like yep, yep. football season will just about almost be, you know, we got the playoffs to play yep. and assume he'll be there. So gosh, but maybe next year, Jones, I might consider making a move depending on what we're getting back. Like you said, you have to be approached maybe this time of year. Not a bad, 
bad spot I think, to be I think, in. I think if I think if you're the Aaron Jones manager, maybe mid season, while well, if you still health, like say he makes it halfway through okay. the season, I like that better. you have you have what you have running back depth, and he's doing really good and everything. Mm-hmm. Then try and tell, then try and trade him away at top value right then and there because yep. he's a like healthy at that point. He has yet to get get. Has yet to have gotten injured in in the season. Well, and that opposing and fantasy he, manager is going to see all these points he's putting up on the board. Yep, right? yep, yep, yep. And then you're just, and then you know, you don't hope that he gets hurt, but when if mm-hmm. he does get hurt later in the season, you're like, that's why I got rid of him. You know, and going back to your original point, most prudent, most experienced dynasty managers of Jones, Adams, Rogers, etc., are probably just holding. You know, like yeah, yeah. If, you know, like kind of like going back to your opinion that. You don't think anything's going to happen this year. So, all right. Nope. Good all right. Here. My next guy is Cole Komet. I know this is going to get really old. I know, I know it's going to, but I love Cole Komet. He was a second-round pick by the Bears, not in this past draft, but, the, but last year's draft, the 2020 draft. He ran a 4 seven forty. Now, that's not that fast, but he is a tight end. He is 6'6 and 262 pounds. So that's pretty freaking fast for I'm gonna a guy that's a capable size. blocker, if not already um, capable <laughs> yeah at that and size so he didn't do much he didn't do a whole lot last year but he also had nick Foles and mitch trubisky throwing to him and this year he has andy dalton and or justin fields now andy dalton has a long career of throwing of utilizing tight ends and they everyone always says that a tight end is a young quarterback's best friend well why not have your best tight end out there i know jimmy graham is still there but Jimmy Graham is more of a short yardage right. guy. Like right. get get a, get a short first down, uh, big guy in the end zone sort of guy. You know, I think I most think, folks I just think he's, that, holding on, he's holding on by a thread. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, this is the last year the Bears have Jimmy Graham under contract. Yeah, he too, could so get I cut. That, um, I think they owe him too much money. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay, fair. I don't know. So I and and especially in Dynasty, I want Cole Komet on my team. I think even mm-hmm. if it's not this year that like say he gets a little bit more production this year, but he's not quite superstar level, I think in twenty twenty two he is going to be a superstar. I really think so. And I want and if I can get Cole Komet on the cheap, heck yeah. I've thrown out trade offers there. I wish I could tell you what they were, but I don't want to look it up right now because we're I just <laughs> oh, you got so many draft well, picks no, and players like, bouncing like, around your head right now. Out. No, I want to keep the show rolling. That, oh, that too. Fine. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so yeah, Cole Komet, a guy that I am really trying hard to target, and 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 in redraft, he's going in like the fourteenth round. Sign me. Oh yeah, up. he's definitely a tight end. I don't, I, I don't candidate. like, and so if you're punting on tight end too, I kind of don't mind drafting two and two guys that have breakout potential. Cole Agreed. Komet's one of them. If and if and if one of them doesn't or neither one of them hit in week one. Fine. I'm going to go out there. And I would even give it a couple the, more weeks. I feel like you can two, three, right. four. Tops. If you're completely punting tight end to the, towards the end of the draft, Cole mm-hmm. Komet, definitely yeah. a guy to get. Uh, what's it. your next guy to target? I love that you uh, uh, included uh, Komet, and I promise folks we won't focus on the same players too much <laughs> in the future, but uh, I put Adam uh, Cole Komet is going to be brought up a lot. <laughs> Sorry. And that's fair. And hey, we need to plan our flags, you know, in... in, in uh, in these players, on these players. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Adam Troutman is. Dude, my, we're not uh, impaling players on flagpoles. Once again, <laughs> we're not impaling people with flagpoles. Uh, so Adam Troutman is one of my uh, players to target. Uh, he's one. He, he's my darling. Uh, my 
my my flag, my diamond in the rough, whatever uh, cliche you want to throw in there. He is the is antithesis it? of the anti-pits argument I bought, brought up earlier. He's 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 a he's cheap, free, however you want to put it, high value. Uh, this is all about value, throwing tight end darts in Dynasty and hoping you land one or two. Um, so he's uh, he got opportunity. Who's the guy? Last year. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Adam Troutman. Okay, sorry, I didn't uh, I mean, hear you. So I I was a couple times. I think I was laughing. And where does Troutman play? New Orleans Saints. Sorry, New Orleans Saints okay. tight end. I don't know his height and weight, but uh, he's a big dude. Uh, uh, he played at Dayton, so he did uh, dominate at Dayton oh, for whatever that's flyer. worth. He's a flyer. Yeah, I'm taking a flyer on a flyer. How about that, folks? Just that is the mascot of, of Dayton. I love it when a plan comes together. So, uh, Troutman, I'm going to look up his college statistics. But the important thing to remember is that he got opportunity last year in New Orleans. It's just... It Not was a ton in, because Jared yeah, was there. It was two tight end sets. It was more blocking uh, than mm-hmm. it was uh, uh, targets. Uh, but this is important to mention. Hey, man, you're getting on the field. Yeah, well, he was PFF's highest rated run blocking tight end in the entire league. So, if you're oh, a believer that that keeps you on the field... If you're a believer that the Saints love to use tight ends, uh, me, thank you very I much. I, I, I don't think. You that, think that's I a think breeze that's thing? thing you think that. that's that's walked out the no, door? No, I think I think that was a Jimmy Graham thing. Ooh, uh, Cook had a fine 2019. Darn, actually a freaking top seven six finish 2019. Yeah, and, but it was based on, but it was based on a few games, not well. And some, well, it was also based on a Michael Thomas injury. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's fine. That's some pushback there. Uh, still, I love his uh, a talent profile. Uh, his college uh, college production, uh, albeit at a smaller school. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he's my player to target. You can probably get him for a song. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. All right, give me. We, we have Trump. a we have a Snickers ice cream bar bet going on. Comet versus Troutman. Do we not? Do we? I think so. Is that the one from last? Right, well, well, we're gonna slap it on the wall then. If we don't, if we don't we do now. I, <laughs> yep. Let me uh, write it down here real quick. I don't have my sticky notes available. Oh, there they are. Yeah, um, and uh, I'll talk about my next guy to target, and that is Zach Moss. We kind of talked about him already, mm-hmm. but I think the Bills want a more balanced passing or a more balanced offense. I don't think that they want to be, you know, eighty-five percent passing plays. You know, and I think last year they were just struggling. Zach Moss was injured for most of the season. Um, I mean, just and not like like horrifically injured, but he was just banged up all year long. I think he's finally healthy. Um, the one thing I don't like is that the Bills returned all five of their offensive linemen. Well, that's great for continuity, but they weren't the best pa- um, pass blockers. So that could be a little bit of a ding on Zach Moss. But I really think that the Bills like him more than Devin, than Devin, Devin Coleman or Devin Singletary. Anyways, you got um, it the last time. <laughs> yep, yeah, got it eventually. I got there. Oh, once again, a little, a little foggy from birthday celebration oh, last okay. night, folks. Um, anyways, but I just, and I don't, I don't really like Singletary at all. I think I really like Matt Breida more. So, mm-hmm. and I think Zach Moss could easily be an every down guy, but I don't think I think he's going to only get like two thirds of the workload because it's the Bills, and that's kind of what they've been doing, anyways. So. You know, if you can get Zach Moss on the cheap, that's I'm 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 willing to acquire him. Um, I as I mentioned before, I'm also willing to give up Zach Moss to get J.K. Dobbins because I just like Dobbins. I think he's more talented, and I think he's in a better situation than Moss. 
good. If you can get mm-hmm. Zach Moss on a cheap, I think that he could be easily, he has potential to give you RB2 value. Potential. Yeah, yeah, yes. Potential to take potential. that job. Um, I think the problem is Singletary has, I don't know if I'd say the same potential because I definitely, I, yeah, I, I, I can affirmatively say I bleed Moss now. Um, I think some of your Moss love, some of my Moss love from last year has kind of swayed me away from Singletary. Uh, and of course, what we saw happen last year. Um, I feel like Moss is efficient. He's not very, he's not fast. He can catch the ball, that's for sure. Um, let me throw out another player, just a quick hypothetical to discuss Moss a little bit more. Moss or Edmonds? Both difficult running back situations, I would say. Chase Edmonds? Is yes, that who you're yes about? Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, yes. Moss or Edmonds? Moss. Yeah. Is I mean, it's not even close to you? No. What about the offense as a whole? You love Buffalo's offense more than Arizona's? Is that why? Yeah. Or just you, you think Connor's the guy in Arizona? Or at least enough. Yeah, I think, I think Edmonds has a role, and his role is not enough. Potentially two-thirds of the, of, of the running offense. Moss is probably so, cheaper, right? Yeah. Probably but, not. Mm. Anyways. So, like Go ahead. Anyways, my next guy is to target is Carson Wentz. Um, there's there's some good things coming out of the Colts camp. I know, I only know that because and it's and it's all fluff because I'm a Colts fan and I read these articles every once in a while and blah blah blah. But I mean the Colts they they're going to probably lean on uh, Sam Tebby to be their left tackle to start. I mean he's he is you know like a three year starter at left tackle for the Chargers. Not that great, but whatever. But once Eric Fisher's um, fully healed from his Achilles injury. He should be. Um, I mean, he's an All-Pro former former Pro Bowler left tackle. So, I mean, it, it might be a rough start with Carson Wentz. You know, kind of a learning curve getting with the receivers and everything like that. But he could easily be a nice QB one that you can get on the cheap right now. I wish his receivers were a little bit better. I don't know why everyone says the Colts receiving core is good. It's not. But um. You know, there's still there's still room for you know Pittman to grow, and Zach Pascal has it has his role, and T. Y. Hilton has his outside. Um, you know, is is you know he's the wide receiver one on the team, and they could be really great. Um, Hilton and, and Carson Wentz connection. Uh, I just think that you know, especially if you're a, a T. Y. Hilton manager, why not try and get Carson Wentz and have that stack going on? You know, I love the wide receiver quarterback stack. That's the stack that you want uh, if you're going to stack any two players quarterback and pass catcher, you know, not quarterback, running back, not running back wide receiver. You want the, you want the, that's the, that's the passer and the pass catcher. And I think, I don't know. Could, could you get Carson Wentz cheap? Do you think? I, yes, I would hope so. I mean, of course define cheap, but yeah, I would lean that you can get Wentz at a value for sure. Let's go. Um, I'm not going to probably trade anyone. I feel like most dynasty great. managers who have Wentz on their roster have a better quarterback on their roster that they're using. Probably. Yeah. Would so. you Would you take? Um, let's go down the list a little bit further. Would you take wide receiver Lavisca Chenault and a second round pick for Carson Wentz? Yes. Too rich. Should I shoot lower? Yes. Yes. Little okay. Bit. Cool. All right. Like who's the next? Who's the, who's the next guy you're trying to target? 
Next guy I'm we'll trying to target. One more target, then we'll try it. One, then we'll talk about some guys we're trying to get rid of. One more target. Um, make it a good one. Make it a good one. Make it count. Come on. Pressure's I kind of feel like they're off. all. I, I kind of feel like I'm being fence riding. Nope, nope, I feel you're, like you're, you're dancing around. Come on. Like, they come could on, all be buys or uh, sells. Um, Julio, let's go there. Let's include him on the. Uh, I'm trying to sell him. Okay, maybe I should because I kind of feel like that's where I personally believe, but I kind of feel I'm like sell him now because there. I think I and I know it's just NFL like you know, BS. Um, but mm-hmm. like I think that they're actually trying to trade him away because they want his contract gone and they you know it's not a spry a spring chicken anymore. Okay, so, let me and let me give the Colts you. Colts are one target. of those. The Colts are one of those teams that they're whispering like could trade for Julio, but they don't have mm-hmm. the cap room for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just. Whatever. Back it's not going to happen. I've got a better target. How about Hawkinson? I don't know specifically where that value lies, but I feel like he's not talked about with the, obviously not the top three or pits, not the Kelsey's and the Kittles. I like the, it. I, I like that a lot, actually. So like, you know, we're like, like a, where is he ranked? Seventh, eighth, ninth. And we don't love the quarterback. We like him, but we don't love him. And I feel like they can get out from under Goff. But Goff also likes the tight end, so you might even get some production, some uh, high value production this season. But I think it's more of a we forget how talented this guy is. I feel like people are ranking um, who's the other Iowa kid Fant ahead of him, and I'm not so sure Fant's the best player. So I don't know. I, uh, I, I like in, Hawkinson as according a to according to fantasy pros right now, um, he is Fant is seven, Hawkinson's five there as far as their rankings. Um, oh, he is five. He is ahead of. Fan. Okay, yeah, yeah. In fact, he is here too. Tight end six versus tight end seven. Hawkinson is ranked higher. Okay, well, a little. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, like I'm flipping a coin on those guys. I, I, I mean, obviously, go Hawkeyes. They're former. They're both former Hawkeyes, but kind right. of. I kind of like them both. So if you, if I'm sitting there like staring them down, like I'm like, oh, it's it's time to it's time to draft a tight end. Like, and they're both sitting there. I'm flipping. Maybe a coin. the Hawkinson I, manager take... drafted Pitts because he was a little iffy about Hawkinson's next couple of years. You know, that would be an odd choice. I would agree. I wouldn't have taken pits if I was a Hawkinson manager, but you never know. I'm trying to think of a hypothetical situation where you've got a good guy behind Hawkinson and you're like, I don't feel great about Hawkinson. Let's move. Maybe you're a Waller manager and you, you struck gold a couple of years ago, you know? Yeah. Um, Okay. I like Hawkinson, you know, like, I think that's a good guy to try and trade for. I mean, it's especially in dynasty where you might have two viable tight ends mm-hmm. and if you can pry Hawkinson away uh relatively cheap I don't think he's going to come cheap yeah. but if you can for uh, you know a, a decent price you know why not um let's let's move on to some players we're trying to trade away just get them the heck out of here yeah so let's move on to some negativity I'm just um yeah some <laughs> negativity right. more negativity my mm. first guy is Derek Henry don't want him on my fantasy roster why is that because he has been just Love running to the ground the last two seasons i i mean I, I like Derek Henry could be just fine this year but if we're talking dynasty i want him off my team and i think i can get rid of him for a pretty decent value too you know, like I could get a pretty good. I'm try, I'm shooting for like a first round pick. You know, Derrick Henry first round pick and maybe um, a low end RB three just to replace him. You know, what do you think about that? I love it. Um, you know, there's there's this bit of trepidation that that uh, a year early, or should I say, two years early, 
um, because I'm starting to subscribe more to the thought that I want to get rid of a guy a year early as opposed to a year late. And yes, of course, best late, yeah, I'd rather, best late I'd plans, rather... easier said than done. But I think with Henry, if I'm getting back a serviceable RB, yeah, man, I, I'm really tempted because I don't like this guy's long-term outlook. Yeah, I, I he has good. over 700 touches the last two seasons he's alone. He's just too dang big, man. He's just too big. It's, it, it's ridiculous. He's going to have to start breaking up. It might not be this season. But what if it I is? I think that's what we're arguing is that it won't be this season. It will, de- it, it, at the earliest, it'll be 2022. I think we agree. Well, and no, at the earliest, it could be this year. It could um, be, but it I don't believe it's going to be. It could easily be this year. He hit over that 350 touch um, point yeah. this past yeah. season. Yeah. And historically, uh, I absolutely think he's not returning value this year. Statistically, just, he's going to get injured this year. Yep. Statistically, he will. I couldn't agree more. But he, I mean, he, he's a mountain, you know, like he could easily not get injured, but in 2022, mm-hmm. y- yeah. And so I'm going to try and get rid of him now, try and get top value for him while I can. And that's one, that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to get rid of him. I'm trying to get top value for yep. a guy yep. who was get one of the best, early. Running, it's it's like, the it's... best running back in, in football last year. Exactly. I'm starting you know? to look at getting him rid of a year early as a positive thing, I think. Is exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Who's a guy that you're trying to get rid of? Guy, I am trying to get rid of. How about Zeke? Do you talk about Zeke in your notes? <laughs> no, no, you don't. Okay, cool. I should have seen this coming, though. Go, go. Right, for it. yeah. I honestly kind of feel like this is low hanging fruit for a lot of the reasons we talked yep. about with Henry. You know, quite frankly, uh, dang it, I did it. Um, because I couldn't deal him. That tells you something. You had the one hundred and four. Granted, I... granted. I offered you a third round pick or something yeah, like see, that. Yeah, for don't him. listen to him, folks. He's <laughs> admittedly in the beginning of the show he said he's new to Dynasty. <laughs> but um but no, I mean it's his team. It's it, it's it's the way you choose to run it. And one oh four was too rich for you to you look at Zeke and part of me can't blame you. I think that's the lowest pick I tried to go for because as I started looking at the managers with the one oh five, one oh six, one oh seven, I was like, now I'm just I'm in a win-now window, period. Right. So let's not harp on my team. That's not why I brought that up. So if um, you're in win-now mode, why are you trying to trade away Zeke? Because I thought... Uh, he's going to give. He's gonna be on one the of your best of, bets to win. Right. So I was why, on the cusp of turning the page. Because I think I was on the cusp of turning the page. Because okay. I have Zeke and I have Kittle. And I feel like both those are similar in that there's been a lot of injuries... They're very valuable because of positional scarcity. And if you take both those off my roster, now suddenly I'm not so much a win now guy. Yeah, Mahomes. I still got Mahomes. But it just, I've been knocking on the door for so long. It's like, you just, how many times can you keep banging your head against the wall expecting a different result? But I couldn't get any bite. Nobody would bite. So I think okay. that illustrates the fact that we're including him in the players to avoid segment because of okay. copious amounts of carries. It has become a pass first offense, not a run first offense. I think anybody paying attention can agree there. Not people, necessarily. People who have don't agree are probably will watch too much ESPN and whatnot. Like look at the statistics with a healthy deck. With a healthy deck. I think it's only a, I think it's only a pass first offense because they're, Defense is so terrible. 
I think they also <laughs> want to put the ball in in Dak's hands more than they do Zeke. Well, I think it's because Clearly. their defense is so terrible that their like teams are just more or less scoring at will on the Cowboys, so they have to throw to keep up. I think they want a more balanced uh, offense. I don't think that they're necessarily going into. So what I'm getting at is, if the defense mm-hmm. all of a sudden turns around, you could easily see that passing volume go down and running volume go up, and therefore, but but to your to but to, to make your argument mm-hmm. is that I don't see the defense turning the corner this year. So, you know, I I get you. I get your point. Um, I think uh, real quick, last thing, two seconds. I think it's a product of that and a couple other things, including McCarthy is pass heavy in Green Bay because of the quarterback that he had and the fact that CD CD landed in their lap. I mean, landed in their lap. So now you have arguably the best wide receiver core in the league. You call plays to your personnel so like i said yep. three two three four factors went into it but uh there you have it how did three teams pass on cd lamb i don't get it man i really doubt yeah. it yeah. whatever henry ruggs, i'm not anyone? gonna harp on the past yeah, yeah exactly uh, henry ruggs anyone? um you know, yeah it's it, it, yeah all right so my next guy to trade away is kenny galladay and i think right now if you're going to trade him it's probably the best time I, he he signed with he signed himself or he signed a contract into quite possibly one of the worst situations. I would have loved to have seen him go to like I don't know maybe Las Vegas or you know I don't know some team that's not crowded with receivers. I mean I've, we've with said this before, but I mean there's, there's, right? I mean, there's Darius Slayton, there's Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Saquon. Oh yeah, and they drafted Kadarius Tony as well, and there's Kenny Galladay there. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, and mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is still the quarterback. Like, I don't know, man. I I don't I don't want I don't want Kenny Galladay on my team. So if I had him on my dynasty roster, I would have actually like pre-draft been shopping him and trying to get top value, whatever top value is for Galladay. Right. Um, I would have probably been looking for a low first or a high second round pick for him, and maybe a little bit extra as well. Yep. Um, in a deep, yeah, in Kenny Galladay, a deep wide receiver class. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, in in redraft, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably try and avoid him unless I can get him as my wide receiver three, which is probably not going to happen. I don't want him on my. I don't really want him on my team. I like the talent. I like the guy a lot. I just don't like his situation at all. And maybe the Giants mm -hmm. do like do you have Daniel Jones hyper target Kenny Galladay? I just don't see it happening, man. I really don't. I think the pushback, I think the argument on the other side there is volume. It's the volume argument. The tried and tested volume is king argument. Volume? What, what, what volume? I agree with he's you. Never, I, he's never had more than 90 targets in a season. He's going to get volume because he's, he's the alpha, the show, big show in town, new free You agent, don't know that for a fact, in. though. No one I knows don't. that. And I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. So. Okay. <laughs> but okay. that's what the okay. argument would be. Volume, strict, straight up. He's just gonna get who's your who's targets. your next guy? Who's your next guy to avoid? I think we're running on the line. So let's try. Next it. guy to avoid, uh Julio. Julio is approaching the cliff. Um We already think, talked about Julio. Oh yeah, did we? That's yeah. one to avoid? Yeah. Oh, I've got him out of order. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I already touched no, on that's him. that's cool. Connor is who I've got next. James Connor? Yeah. Back, new, uh freshly uh signed James Connor to the Arizona Cardinals. Is that the guy who yeah. you talked about? Cool. Kind of a more low hanging fruit, I guess. But uh, you know, James Conner. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I 
murky situation. I wouldn't mind having him on my team, but if you don't want him, I I, I don't know. I mean, I could also I could also see. I can also see you like if you're trying to be like, hey, he James Conner is in a much better situation here, and and Arizona. I'm trying to make I'm trying to make um an argument for trading for, him for, away. Yeah. And you're preaching choir, right? Yeah, you know, like hey, he went in a much better situation than he was in Pittsburgh. The offensive line's better. They they're trying to use um a, all their running backs and you know whether it's Chase Edmonds or James Conner as mm-hmm. an all-purpose back. Yeah, Edmonds is going to eat into his workload a little bit, but Connor is probably going to be like the sixty-five percent guy. Um, probably. I almost feel like that's my, that's, I almost feel like you know your argument is working so well. I want to flip him to a player to target because you get him so darn cheap. You know, but you think you can get him? To, you, but I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to make the argument to get better value for him. You know, get get a better uh, right. trade going. I, I think you part know? of the theme of today's show was learning, and so I did purposefully bring up some of these scenarios where I'm iffy about meaning on the fence about like i feel like i want to target connor but the list of negatives are so long that i had to put him in my uh, avoid segment uh yeah because i also like edmonds uh i think the volume of the offense can help him your point is you know is that he's going to be more efficient because he's going to take some of the load off of connor while still winning the majority of the uh carries and targets um so but Mm -hmm. It's such a murky mm-hmm. situation. I just I keep coming back to my my old ways, and yes, it's different in Dynasty. You, it's not a bad thing to get an entire backfield on your roster to have a handcuff or two. But the right. Buffalo, the Arizona Raiders, as you talked about, you know, just I just wonder if it's just time to get out on all these situations. But I do uh, like the positives you brought up about Connor. Yeah. Well, the positives were trying to be in your and like making a trade argument for you. Like if you're approaching someone, like say James Conner is on your roster, and you're and you're like, hey, I got this James (laughs) Conner guy here, um, and then you make this argument. Like I always try, I always come up with a pitch before I propose a trade to someone. You know, like I'm going into this, and I could care less. Like I could never be a a car salesman. Gotta look at it from the other guy's perspective. I could be a trade salesman in fantasy football, like. He has, got, my he has gotten away with, go. with, with some ridiculous trades. I, I, uh, yes, I have. I am a great trade pitchman. I am mm-hmm. so great. And uh, maybe some people are just a little bit of suckers too, but whatever. I, do, I don't veto trades because you don't veto trades, but God bless. <laughs> just some of like, some them are pretty bad. Yeah. that garbage? Thank you for just handing Josh another title. Bunch of amateurs. Anyways, um, <sighs> yeah. I got I got one more guy I want to bring up, and and I think it's and I, it's going to be kind of a cliche by the time draft season rolls around. But I just wanted to mention him as a player in Dynasty that if he was on my roster, I would gladly trade him away, especially after the way he finished last year. And that is David Montgomery. David Montgomery is not that talented, folks. the The Bears' offense is probably going to be better under Andy Dalton and or Justin Fields. That's great, but David Montgomery. The reason why he succeeded was Tariq Cohen was injured for roughly 88.7354% of last year. That's the So Tariq Cohen's going to be back. He's going to be fully healthy. They just signed Damian Williams as well. And David Montgomery's production came, all of, almost the majority of his production came at the end of last year against bottom-ranked defense, run defenses. He ran all over these guys because they were terrible. And it was that was the, the only the reason he was successful. If you look at the beginning of the season, he wasn't very successful because he was playing against good defenses. 
So and yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna draw the the Lions he, uh, for a couple of games, and you know maybe the Packers are gonna be bad against the run as well next year. So there's four games right there, but those are spread out throughout the season. You know, like I don't want David Montgomery on my team. I don't think he should be drafted in redraft unless he's gonna be like your RB four. That's never gonna happen because some sucker is gonna fall in love with his production from last year. But don't don't be that person. David Montgomery's not good. If he's on your dynasty roster, get him the heck out of here. <laughs> you know, like I just, he's like, he's not very good. I'm sorry, David Montgomery. I know you went to Iowa state and whatever. So you're kind of a tangentially a hometown hero and whatever. That's and you're Iowa just not that, you're just not that talented, man. And he does not, but he should not be on anyone's dynasty roster. If you can avoid him, you know, mm-hmm. is he good running back depth? For like any team, for any fantasy team, sure. But he's not. Go- he should not be an every week starter next year. He should not be on your fantasy roster every single week. He's a plug and play, not a every, not a tried and true every down or every week starter. He's a bi week fill in. That's what David Montgomery is. That's it. Don't have him on your dynasty roster if you don't need him there. Get rid of him. Get him the heck out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I just I like I. No, you're good. I'm, watch, I'm, Dave, I'm, watch David Montgomery film. He's not that good. I'm, I'm pulling up uh, their schedule, not for a rebuttal, but for a uh, to side with your <laughs> argument. I was hoping to yeah. see a really bad run defense or a bad defense in the first two, three weeks of his schedule. I don't really see that. Maybe the Bengals? Okay. Because Maybe. sell high at this point. You, you all yeah. that stuff you oh, said, all that negativity. You don't say any of that out loud in your league chat. <laughs> no. And you try and move them. And you sell, and yeah, because he is a compiler. He is, he is, he is, again, going back to a couple of guys, last couple of guys we talked about. Volume is the argument for David Montgomery. It's volume. He's going to get the ball. But why I not agree really. with you is the Tariq Cohen argument. He was not and healthy Damian last Williams. year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think they want to use Cohen. Everyone forgets that Dave, in 2019, Damian Williams with the Charger or with the mm-hmm. Chiefs. Was was a was an effective and fantasy relevant running back. He opted out last year because of COVID concerns. I, I think, and, I think and, the and, passive and, volume's going to go up too. So I think that actually helps Cohen and Hurts Montgomery. Yeah, I think the passive yeah. volume's going to go up because I think Fields is going to be in there for too long. So, yeah. um, did you have anyone else that you really wanted to highlight? Sorry, I really wanted to just highlight as no, players to trade away David got, Montgomery. All right, all cool. Let's wrap this show up. Um, everyone, as always, thanks for tuning in, we, whether on YouTube or podcast format. If you are listening in podcast format, of course, you can check us out on YouTube. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube, you can check us out on podcast format, pretty much wherever podcasts are available. Links in the um, description. I gotta, yep, I got to find out what's going on with iTunes. Apparently, there aren't some episodes yeah. listed there. Um, but otherwise, you can get us wherever podcasts are available. If you want to go to uh, Trevor behind the you know the local Try and Save and acquire your podcast that way, we encourage you not to because you're probably going to get a virus. But if that's how you get your podcast and that's how you listen to the show, cool. We appreciate it. Virus. Um, please like, subscribe, and leave comments wherever available. Leave us a, a, a give us a nice review if you deem uh, fit. And uh, until next time, everyone. Oh. And we're doing. Uh, I know yeah. uh, we'll we will have done a stream by the by the time this show. This? Uh, 
by the time you see you slash uh, we did a stream this, folks <laughs> we did a stream we're doing a, a little birthday celebrate birthday eve celebration for this guy right here and uh, we're going to do some uh, a dynasty rookie mock draft and maybe like a super flex mock draft we're just gonna hang out have some fun have some drinks do some mock, mock drafts got him. mock yep. got him yep i, nice. like that I love it yeah i like that <laughs> mock it like it's hot anyways mm -hmm. might have been done we're just spitballing here um until next time we'll, folks. we'll be loaded with cliches by the time the stream rolls around <laughs> yep uh, until next time folks have a goodbye later <laughs>